Welcome to the Ausgel Podcast, where we bring the gel ball community together. Each week, we have a special guest where we talk about what's new in the world of gel ball, be it milsims, speedball, and everything in between. Now, welcome to our host. Hi, I'm Dan from Ausgel. And I'm Chris from Gel Blaster Association Australia. And today I'm joined once again by Chris, who was previously on our live podcast, and we're going to talk about all things gel ball and South Australia. All right, Chris, mate, thanks very much for giving us your time again today. Um, I know it is valuable, so I really do appreciate it. Um, no but I, I, I do believe there's um, been some advancements in the background as far as legal matters are concerned in Joe Ball and uh, political matters. So um, straight off the bat, what's the latest, mate? Yeah, so if um, we'll, we'll sort of break it down. I, I guess you've probably updated people with where Queensland's at with um, with you know, basically working with the police minister. So nothing's changed too much on that front. There's obviously a bit of stuff that we've seen that you and I have sort of seen happening a little bit at a federal level, but we won't touch on that today. Yep. Um, South Australia next week, I've finally, a year year to the date, after they've come out and publicly and said that um, gel blasters are a firearm, remembering that they said they weren't a firearm before that. But anyway, we won't, we won't dredge that up. Yeah. Uh, we've got a meeting with the police minister next Thursday. So... Um, so that'll be today. The, for those who are watching this podcast, um, you'll be viewing that today. Yep, yep. So, um, yes, so that's that's going ahead at 4.15. So involved in that meeting, we've actually got the Small Business Commissioner's Office, uh, representative from there, joining us with with that, that whole thing. And um, we've also got uh, the Crown Solicitor apparently joining us Brilliant. for that meeting, just, I think, to make sure that um, the police minister doesn't say anything that he regrets. Makes sense. I mean, um, he, he certainly seemed to say a lot of things that, that he's probably regretting right now, but, um, but well, what's he hasn't the thing to us? Yeah. So. No, yeah. No <laughs> surprise there. Waited a year, so <laughs> why, rush, why rush into these things? So, so what, what kind of, uh, what's their rhetoric you, you feel moving into this meeting? Uh, look, uh, they're, they're going to talk about the, the registrar for firearms and um, how they've deemed it a, um, deemed that, gel blasters are a firearm. You and I know they don't meet the definition of a firearm in South Australia under their legislation. So basically they're going to go on the rhetoric around, well, we didn't like them, we banned them. We don't have to consult you. So we're just going to um, we do, do what we did, which, you know, in the, in the interest of public safety, which, you know, let's face it, what they've done hasn't solved any problems there. There's still 200,000 plus gel blasters in circulation in South Australia. Although... 1,400 have been handed back under the amnesty, I believe, but they'd be interested to see. What, yeah, it'd know, be just a small fraction of what's out there. 98,600 where they are now because, yeah. you know, we've they've solved the problem. So um, <laughs> anyway. Just so ask them. Without, you know, they're going to they're gonna come out and say, this is the reason we did it, this is how we did it, why we were able to do it and all the rest. Um, so... We've got some points on that, which um, I'm looking forward to having a further discussion about. But importantly, too, there's a couple of business owners who have actually been really deeply impacted by this who will be sitting in on that meeting in South Australia. Um, and so they're, you know, they're going to actually get to tell their story, which I think is a really key thing. And it's going to be sitting across from someone who actually has the power to change it, even though they might be insipid and not actually give two shits about these people's mm. livelihoods. Yep. 
Well, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to be put on the spot. And I, I think it's, uh, yeah, you know, I can only take my hat off to the fact that, that you guys have been able to arrange this and um, and get that FaceTime in front of the commissioner again. And, and the idea that he's going to be faced with people who have been impacted, who have had their livelihoods uh, stripped away from them um, for no real reason other than what seems to be an, an opinion-based argument. I mean, um, what, what are you guys hoping to achieve out of this meeting? Uh, look, I'm, I just so the, the key thing is with South Australia, it's an, it's an election year for them. So there's an election coming up. Um, I just want these guys to know that they can't bully the Australian public, which is all they've done here. They haven't consulted with any business owners. They've just gone, we don't like it too bad, so sad on your bike, um, which is unacceptable, particularly in today's society with, with you know, a pandemic in place. So um, it's unacceptable in any society, but these guys just seem to go, well, hang on, we're, we're the police. Um, we're the police ministers. We know what's best for you and, you know, here's a shit sandwich. You're going to eat it whether you that's like it. it or not. And I think that's just unacceptable mm. for, for these guys to be doing at all. You know, the, the irony here is, you know, and I hear this from um, from various state police services as well, um, yeah. they, they seem to be beating the drum of community safety and uh, yeah. this is in the best interests of the community. However, I, I'm, I'm yet to see um, the community consulted and um and the results of any such consultations um shared with the general public and i think that it's highly likely you'd find it's because the vast majority of the community support the idea of maintaining job blasters as an industry sport and hobby yeah look and you know let's let there have been incidents right and i don't want to gloss over those because there's been some incidents which have been you know pretty pretty ordinary um the fact of the matter, like there was, a, you know, people shooting at, at kids out of a car window, right? The yep. fact of the matter is it's a, it's a horrible experience. But as I've always said, in this instance, all they're doing is demonising the product. The bloke who's done it is probably, he's won multiple Dickhead of the Weekend awards. Yep. Um, and he's out winning another one using something else. So it's really the justice system that actually should be doing something about it. The other incidents that come up are the ones where they're, they're f- discovering gel blasters after the fact for a secondary incident. So they're going to a drug dealer's house. They're, they're arresting someone in a domestic violence situation and they're going, hang on, they've got a gel blaster. Let's, 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 there's an incident off that now. Or it's Artie Beryl looking over the fence of the kids running around the backyard shooting each other going, hang on, that's an incident. Because they, they ring the police go, hang on, these mm. kids were shooting each other. I don't know what it is. It looks scary. You know, that's another incident. So um, I think... As, as you've seen and as it's been demonstrated time and time again, Queensland public education was the biggest thing in actually rectifying the issues. And these guys just have no interest in working with the public, um, particularly the Liberal government. Like, it's just, I, you know, I, I would have classed myself as a Liberal voter for many years. Um, but just to see the insipid policy that they've, they've put it to the table and, and they're just trying to run a dictatorship, which um, is just appalling and I've, I've yeah, quite frankly, I, I'm sick of seeing these guys. So I'd really love for these guys to be voted out of office. Yeah. Um, particularly the guys who have been the ones pulling the strings on it, like your Vincent Tarsiers of the world. I'd really love for the police commissioner to maybe get that 50 grand pay, pay increase that he gave himself after the after he decimated the industry. I'd really love to see that get cut back. Just know, insane. Down to, down to the 430,000 it was previously. And how on earth is it justified? Yeah, well, oh. I, yeah, I, I wiped out an industry, so thanks, give me another 50 grand a year. On, you Just know, ridiculous. Taking up close to the half a mil. 
Yeah. So look, these guys are just, the police are always been there to enforce laws and I 100% support them enforcing laws if they're, if, you know, if they're there. Um, these guys acted outside the law, which we didn't get to test in a, in a, in a courtroom, which we would have won, as you and I know. Yep. Um, and these guys are acting outside of that. They're creating laws. They're creating, they're creating obstacles for society and, um, and they're rewarding themselves for it. Unbelievable. All right. Well, um, look, thanks Thanks for that sort of recap on South Australia and a little bit about what's happening there. But let's uh, switch focus. So are you comfortable to talk about West Australia? Yeah, we can. We can. Yeah. yeah so what, what's the latest there, mate? So I, I, I've got a, I've just got a letter um, back from the police minister's office, um, which is basically saying they're standing by their, their, their guns yep. as you know, sticking to their guns with yeah. their position they've taken on gel blasters. So, um, well, let, hopefully, if they're sticking by their guns, they're not pointing them at journalists while they're trying to deliver any kind of speech, like they did yeah. in the uh, in the last announcement. But yeah, oh, is that what they did? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. just you know, lazing the crowd while they're chatting to everyone. Look at this yeah, scary well, weapon, you know, with a magazine inserted. Just, yeah, 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 crazy. Fully loaded. Yeah, Batteries, yep, clicked on. Yep. So look, um, you know. <laughs> Again, they're going to they're going to play the same card as South Australia have. Um, they're not going to they've shown no willingness to work with anyone. You know, this email I sent to them two months ago um, that's just come through in the last few days. So mm. um, they, they're going to play exactly the same cards. We're sort of at that crossroads now. We've raised some money with the GoFundMe. We've got thirteen and a half thousand dollars sitting there. There's another five which has been committed from the other GoFundMe that was happened in WA. Excellent. Um, we're trying to get to realistically we want to get to 30 because that's what's going to cost to take them to court the issue is going to be um we kick the process off we go down the channel again and then you know it's a majority government over there they'll change the regulation to suit what they want it to do um and just railroad you know the community once again so which this is what they're doing at the moment yeah. like it's 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 not just gel blasters it's um, you know, we've got a majority government. Let's change the regulation because we can't actually get a motion through Parliament by changing legislation, which is what they're meant to do. So, unbelievable. Well, um, look, uh, hopefully, hopefully, you do have some luck down there in South Australia, and um, you know, de- depending on which way the GBA GBAA wants to wants to go and and how the community wants themselves represented, I'm, I'm really hoping that you see some success over in Western Australia as well. Um, but speaking of which, look, um, the Joel Blaster Association of Australia, um, I've, I've now got a lot more involvement in, um, you know, working uh, alongside yourself and uh, Peter Clark and, um, you know, a few other people involved there as well. I'm not sure if I can mention them yet. But, um, but mate, uh, how can people join the GBAA or find out more information about um, what that association is doing? Yeah, look, it's, it's, we've got a website. It's really creatively titled www.gbaa.com.au. Yeah. Um, realistically, you know, we, we'd hoped that common sense would have prevailed by now. We'd actually mm. hope to add a lot more value to the community and that we're looking to do some things in terms of, you know, organising of broader events and 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 integrating at a, and making an official sport and and actually yep. sort of being a, a central hub for all of that type of thing. Um, the reality of it is, we've turned into a political um, a political group in terms yep. of we're, we're constantly fighting um, these governments and and these politicians and bureaucrats that just want to eradicate the industry. So, um, you know, 
we're probably, I'm realistically two years behind where I'd like it to be in terms of setting up what we envisaged at the start. So, but the thing is we've, we need money to do these things. Um, so I'd love to say we're going to give you discounts at Ausgel and discounts yeah. at other retailers and all of those sorts of things. Um, because I think, you know, for the packets, you know, the price of two packets of gels, you get to join is $20 a year, but what it does, it gives us a voice, it gives us votes, it gives us power. Yeah. Um, and these things just aren't happening for us at the moment. Yes. Yeah. You know, everyone's willing to support us on a Facebook page like this or tick that or, or whatever it is. But the, the crux of the matter is, um, you know, you need to support the industry. And by doing that, you need to join the association. Yeah. Um, you know, because our, there won't be one. There won't be an industry if, if you don't. Um, so that's kind of where it's at at the moment. Uh, it's a very good point as well. And um, I, I think at one point there was uh, there was a lot of controversy across social media um, when people were, you know, unsure whether or not they had to join a club as part of these new regulations in Queensland and, um, you know, what kind of value they were going to get out of a club. But um, now we're in a position where they don't necessarily need to join a club. But, you know, it's, it's highly recommended if you truly do want to see this, this industry, you know, thrive and succeed. Um it's in the best interest to align yourself with an association who can represent you professionally. And yeah. I can tell you for, for people who are listening and people who are watching this podcast, um, the dealings that I've had with Chris here, with Peter Clark and other people involved in the GBAA, um, I have full confidence that these are the right people to represent our industry. So, um, you know, I've, I'm, I'm a member of the GBAA. And um, I would encourage anyone else to consider membership um, after they've completed their own research, of course. Yeah, yeah. And look, that's that's what we, you know, that's that's what we want. So, Excellent. So, All right. You know, no one else is. Everyone's. Uh, there seems to be a reluctance or a general apathy in the industry and, and the community where people go to say, "Oh, Pete Clark's going to take care of this. Chris will take care of this. Yep. Dan will take care of this." You know, it's that's not enough. Yeah. Um, it doesn't actually help us you know, this isn't a strategy. So yeah. these other guys are going to look after it. If you actually want to help your sport and help your community, you actually need to do something. And by doing that, that's supporting us. Um, yeah. Whether it be financially, whether it be, you know, with time, that's what we need. We, we need resources. And um, currently there's just seems to be this, everyone else will take care of it. And it's the same with, it's, it's a bigger part of society as well. It's everyone's, mm. oh, that, someone will take care of it for me. I'll just sit back and do, do nothing. You know, there's guys sitting there who'll be the first ones to complain they've just lost two thousand dollars worth of their blasters if the laws did change in Queensland. Yeah, but they won't tip in twenty dollars a year to ensure yeah. that they that those laws don't get changed. And that's it. So, um, I mean, and and look on on top of that, one thing I should mention as well is uh, I, I do understand on the Kickstarter side there there has been a lot of donations in in that regard. So that's that's fantastic to see. But um, I think what Chris is saying here, ladies and gents, is is absolutely correct. Um, if you want to help, um, you you realistically need to align yourself with an association um, who's going to be able to drive this forward. And um, as far as I'm concerned, the way I look at the GBAA, regardless of what you think of different retailers involved or different players involved, the bottom line that I see is Peter Clark, who is the president of the GBAA, was responsible for essentially opening up the industry because he ended up in front of a magistrate. 
Um, so he has that experience. He has connections with the um, right legal representation. Um, he has people like yourself um, representing the association well, and there's other people involved in the association who have a lot of experience in the industry. So um, definitely something that um, that I'm very keen to be a part of, and um, you know I'm glad I'm able to at least assist with a simple podcast like this uh, to try and help get the message out there a little bit more. But um, but yeah, but look, Chris, mate. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll wrap it up there. And um, is there anything else you'd like to say to the general public out there? Anything you'd like to um, say in closing? No, look, I, sorry I've hit you with a lot of negativity today, actually. No, no. That's what I'd like <laughs> yeah. to say. Um, to be sure. truthful, I just, I just, you know, we just need your support, guys. You want to support. The only way you can support the industry is by supporting yourself as well. And that's how we, you know, we help you with that by, by making sure um, there's nothing more disheartening. I see that. I sit there knowing the conversations I'm having every day. I see the cancellations of people's memberships come through and I just cringe and go, well, hang on. If you're not seeing value in actually having a sport or having a hobby or, or having, you know, having your freedoms around it, because that's what it boils down to, right? Yeah. This is the government trying to dictate terms to us. Um, if you don't see $20 a year as, as adding value to, to what you're trying to achieve, then, then you're part of the problem. Um, yep. And I, again, I don't like being negative, but you know, it's it's you either got to stand up and actually do do what do what you want to achieve. Get 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 behind the people who help and support that. Um, otherwise, you know, I'm wasting my time. You're wasting your time. Pete's wasting his time. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks again for your time today, Chris. That is greatly appreciated. And um, ladies and gents, um, once again, uh, Dan from Ausgel here. You can find Ausgel at www.ausgel.com.au, across all the socials as Ausgel and on Instagram at Ausgel Ammo. And of course, make sure you check out the Gel Blaster Association of Australia, GBAA. Just Google it. You will find it. All right. Thanks very much for watching, guys. See you later.